0: Okay, before we get to this week's topic, which is live like you're on vacation, and I need to explain that because I don't mean what it sounds like. I want to get to a question. This was an email, and she says, hey there, I recently started listening to your podcast, and uh," she's enjoyed them, thank you. She says, while listening to you talking about it being normal to have fantasies about other people when in a relationship, and... um, Perving is normal while noticing other people. Perving is normal while noticing attractive people. Uh, I dated someone once who couldn't stop staring. It was so insensitive, and even when I communicated, he told me he likes to people watch. What I really want to ask is, where is the self control? It felt so oversexualized. Like we walk around. Daily, seeing attractive people and being like, oh, damn, sexy. I want to F that. Isn't that kind of letting your mind stray? Is there a limit? I'm dating someone who follows models and sexy pics online and hearts and sends messages. Maybe I'm completely triggered or maybe my experiences are with total douchebags. Okay, so I never said it's okay to... um, Stare at other people you find attractive when you're with your partner and say that you want to F them. Uh, I, also think it's, I also think it's not cool um, to DM, message, like, engage with uh, people that you find attractive on social media. That is not what I am saying. What I said was, as humans, we are going to find other people attractive on this planet. And uh, whether you admit that or not is up to you. Uh, you don't need to announce it, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't recommend that you announce it. Um, I, just, I just want you to be aware that that's okay. It just makes you human, you know? Uh, there are billions of people on this planet. You're going to find other people attractive. It doesn't mean you want to have a relationship with this person, right? It's just, it's, it's like, so I love cars and motorcycles. And um, it's noticing a vehicle. Doesn't mean that I want to trade my vehicle in. Doesn't mean that I want to buy a Ferrari. It doesn't mean that, you know what I'm saying? It just, oh, that's, that's a nice car. Look at the um, wheels on that. <laughs> and uh, I do not think it's okay to engage, flirt, um, give someone who you notice as attractive energy, uh, especially... Well, not especially it doesn't matter whether you are in front of your partner or not um I meant especially only because uh it's a double punch because it's also insensitive and rude, but even if your partner wasn't there, right I mean you just you have to live with yourself so I don't think it's um I don't think it's healthy behavior it's not healthy for the relationship, but it's also not healthy for you um Yes, you may find some people attractive. You know, we have our our, our mini crushes and all that. They're, you know, I think they're harmless uh, unless you start feeding them, right? Unless you are now um, following people home, right? So anyway, just wanted to get that out there. I don't want people to think that I'm encouraging um, people who are in relationships and, and, and monogamous to uh, be flirting with, uh, DMing, messaging um or announcing that they want to f somebody. All right, today's topic is about living like you're on vacation. Let me explain this. It, it's it's not what you think it is. So one of the revelations that I've had uh, is that when I'm on vacation, if I go somewhere, and it doesn't have to be Italy, it can just be, you know, a staycation uh, or just an, a, you know a different state, a different city. I noticed that I have so much appreciation for that space, for um, little things. And uh, when when you're on vacation or when you're traveling, your eyes are wide and you're curious and you're open to culture and whether it's a meal or uh, any kind of experience, it's almost like a fresh imprint, you know, and so there's so much gratitude, there's so much appreciation, and excitement, right? And then when you come home, you're like, oh, now I'm back home. Well, what I mean by live like you're on vacation is, and by the way, uh, there's been research to show that people who are anticipating some kind of travel, some kind of vacation, some kind of um, uh, some kind of escape. I don't mean that in an unhealthy way. Uh, they're, they're actually happier than people who, who don't have that, who don't anticipate that. Also, there's been studies that show that people do, in fact, prefer experiences over things. I would have argued with that because back in the day, most of my 20s, some of my 30s, I was obsessed with things. I measured worth and success by the amount of things that you had. Um, And today, I definitely think that experiences are greater than things. And... Anyway, so going back to this idea, uh, live like you're on vacation. It means to have the mindset like when you are on vacation and you're so appreciative of the culture, the new, the experience, the you know things that you see around you. Um, I think because you feel like you're a visitor, um, there's this almost like... Uh, a, a respect to the environment like I'm visiting so I'm going to be extra nice. I'm going to hold doors open. Uh you only see this also <laughs> during Christmas time when people are extremely nice um or if they're they're traveling and uh see if you can take that mindset and apply it to your own environment, your own town, your daily life. And um if you do it really changes things, you know? We uh, two years ago moved to a little little, I guess you would say a little town. I don't know a place called Altadena, and uh, we lived in in Los Feliz, and we lived in, in uh, cities in Los Angeles, uh, and then we moved to. Um, it's right in kind of like in the hills. It's a very small, small place that not many people know about. It's out of the way, and it really feels like um, we're out of the city, and so in this. Uh, space, um, when I go into like little mom and pop shops, and um, I'm just engaging in daily life, I make eye contact, I um, tip more, I open doors, I say hello, I'm extra friendly. And I think because it feels like a small town, you know, it encourages that. And it's that's the other revelation I had was, uh, when I'm in the city, I'm more of a dick <laughs> and when I'm uh, because we've been living here for about uh, a year and a half two years I noticed that here in Altadena I'm, I'm kinder I'm more um, aware of the horn uh, the horn of my car I'm more aware of my middle finger I'm more aware of um, reacting and being faster to anger and I consciously make an effort to um, have more patience, be kinder, be more appreciative. And I think it's because there's like this small city vibe. Okay, you, you get my point. So I just know that it's real. I just know that it, um, and it works. So if you apply that mindset, no matter where you live, right, whether you live in a, in a small city or a, a, on a ranch or wherever you live, if you apply that kind of vacation mindset, the days can be richer. Uh, you'll appreciate little things like, um, you know, your your coffee shop and the the barista that you see every day. Um, you you just appreciate it. Just your life just becomes slightly richer, you know, more in focus, more in color, and I think it's so powerful. And no one really ever talks about it. That um, if you have that mindset, because we have it when we travel and we have it during um, Christmas holidays, Thanksgiving. Um, why not have it every day? Why not practice that mindset where you feel like your environment, your surroundings, even though technically they are not new or different, you see them as fresh and new, and whoever you encounter, whoever you engage with, whatever uh, space that you enter um pretend like you're um a visitor and you know you're traveling and 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 um I know even like when I'm uh dropping into fitness classes um at other gyms, I just I, I'm so much more outgoing. Um I'm so much more supportive. I, as I'm saying this, I'm I'm <laughs> if anyone hears me and they, they go to the gym that I go to, they're like, Oh, that's real nice. You're more supportive in other other gy-. well, that's not I, I'm just saying that when I'm traveling, I have more of an appreciation for you know what it's like? It's like when you're a kid and I'm sorry, I don't mean to to pound this uh, concept to death. But when you're a kid and you go over to someone's house, you don't just like fuck with their toys, right? Um, I mean depending on how old you are, but you're more appreciative of their furniture, their toys, you have dinner with them and you're so grateful that you could have seconds and you know, it's that thing, right? It's kind of this idea of being a visitor. but if you can try to take that mindset and do it in your own home, town, your own home, your own environment, and um, see how that feels for you and see if you can stretch that where um, your curiosity, your um, kindness, your uh, above and beyond, your willing to engage with other humans, your extension of heart, all of that. um, See if you can grow it, see if you can evolve it, see if you can stretch that because at the end of the day, if you can, just gonna, you're going to be a better you. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey Coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo. Journey coaching. That's J-R-N-I, and it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and Explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.